briefest of glances can start the biggest romances. Our eyes were doing the dances and they were making advances. When our eyes met, I was like, hey, now I bet that joke could be the one. Are you the one? Hello, and welcome back to the Boom Boom Room, your premiere Are You the One podcast. I'm your expert, Taylor. I'm the other ex- no, fuck. And I'm your other co-host, Aubrey. And this week we're talking about episode three. I mean, so let's just fucking start off. Um, oh, yeah. So last week you reminded me to tell you, what did they spoil? Bria stayed. Like it oh. wasn't even a plot point of this episode. Yeah, well, I don't think she was ever actually going to leave, dude. I don't know. It seemed barely possible. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would have loved it. I was hoping for it. I was wishing, but I never truly expected it it just seemed like the kind of thing that we at least deserved a resolution on instead of just ignoring they ever tease that completely like if you want me to ever take your teases seriously which i generally don't but i guess they got me this time um i don't know i guess they fucking got me and i'm mad then fine yeah you got played by fucking mtv so the episode starts out with the party conclusion yeah. I mean, so let's start with just Zach and Bria. Let's just go there. Which, I guess my question is, why are so many of the girls into Zach? That's my, like, first thing from this episode, too, is Nutza and Morgan are still into Zach. Um, and now that Bria's out of the picture, seemingly, they're all swooping in. Um, then we find out... I kind of get it. He's very hot. Um... I don't even agree with that. Like, I have no problem. I mean, problem you know, I love douchebags. And he's the worst. We'll get to. I don't want to jump time the gun. He fucking winks. I like want to punch him and make out with him. Oh my god! No, fuck Zach. I'm jumping the gun I on would. that. I'm going full. Zach is such a piece of shit. I hate him. Um, but then also, oh, when when fucking Bria was having her breakdown in Asia. Eventually had to take a break from consoling her, and it was just her walking out of the room saying, Jesus Christ, and, like, rubbing her face. I was like, this girl gets me. <laughs> so, I was wondering why it felt so sort of awkward figuring out how to start this episode off. And it's because this episode of Are You the One basically starts off right in the middle of shit. Like, they never Media actually... Res. Sure. Why not? But no, like, seriously, we we don't have anything to introduce it with because we're already right in the thick of the battle. Yeah. No, totally. It's, like, I mean, like, it, this was, like, the, this, the end of this party should have been the conclusion to yesterday or last week's episode. And if they didn't fuck up the season so much with how they're structured, it would have been. Like, or if they didn't spend 15 minutes on, is there going to be a beam? then you know they'd have time they could they could to, squeeze a whole extra episode out of just waiting for beam time if they wanted to yeah but they guess just don't have the content are you i don't believe for one second that they don't have enough footage of these fools saying stupid things probably so back into the action now oh actually one part that i thought was really interesting was again asia consoling bria um was that when they were in the confessional asia just stands up and turns off the camera yeah. Which I think is really interesting, and I guess totally makes sense that they wouldn't just have a cameraman in that room. And 
my guess is we talked about what those possible instructions were on the front. It's probably how to fucking turn on and off the camera without breaking it. I wish I was watching it legally and had the resolution to see what that note said. So since we pimp the email address every episode, I'll do it now right away. If you can read it or send us a screenshot of it or something, uh, email us at tbbrpodcast at gmail.com. Back to you, Aubrey, in the studio. Okay, I was ordering food while you were doing that. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Because what? I, I have to eat dinner. No, I have literally like pulling up the Wingstop website and ordering boneless <laughs> wings for later. Twins! Ah, yes, God. Uh, oh, we're um, bad at this podcast. We're really good. We've clearly synced up our cycles. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> so, I mean, Asia is a better friend than Bria deserves. I feel like I've covered that already in the three sentences I've gotten. Um, so, I mean, Zach and Bria is a thing. It's mostly just Bria crying and being hysterical and Zach being like, whatever, I'm just, like, so over it. I just want, like, a girl who's, like, mature and doesn't have all this drama. Which is a fucking lie, but, like, whatever. The girls are eating that shit up. Uh, Honestly, um, I feel like the first half of this episode, like, this party conclusion, it was a non-event. Um, it was a non-event. Like, they didn't have to spend all this time and tease it and show it to us. It went exactly like we thought it would. I um, agree. So can we just move on to the post party? Well, no, hold on. Well, no, no, not at all. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, fucking, I want to talk about Tevin and Kenya oh, for a second. Yes, we should talk about them. Because she did say some amazing shit. Like, I do think I've been loyal. <laughs> <laughs> she pre- she cheated on him because, like, I-, I have it written as, like, she pre-cheated on him because she cheated on him in advance of her of him cheating on her. Yep. Which is just, she cheated on him for no justifiable reason. Yeah, and I mean, not that you, it's not suggesting there are justifiable reasons, but she didn't yeah. even, like, pretend to have a good one. Right, well, like, I mean, not to say that I think cheating's ever really the right option, but there are situations where I can, like, listen to someone and be like, this is why I cheated, and I can be like, I guess I understand where your sort of line of logic came from, and I think it's a rational line of logic, I just think you made the wrong choice. Hers is crazy. Yep. Hers is, well, he was gonna cheat on me eventually, so I cheated on him first. But that makes me, my cheating, not real, because he was eventually gonna cheat on me regardless. We're just pre-even, you know? Right. I'm just getting even before he has a chance to fuck me. And if he does something to get even with me, that's him fucking me. (laughs) So I get to get even twice. So, honestly, my takeaway from their whole conversation was just, Tevin, why are you still talking to Kenya? Like... He knows better than this. He's told us he knows better than this. But every time he sits down across from her, he just says and does stupid things. I mean, that's the point of the show, isn't it, though? That they're all bad at love. I know, but it's so obvious with Tevin, and I kind of like him, and I don't like that he's falling for Kenya's bullshit again. I agree. It is It is very sad to watch Tevin be hurt. Also, I really love the sort of, like, side plot to that where we see jasmine watching kenya and tevin talking and also being crazy oh (laughs) like if bria didn't just do what she did we would all be calling jasmine insane that's the thing is 
like, for as much as, like, we'll all shit on everybody in this house, like, truth be told, they're all fairly normal people. Like, not to say that what they do is okay or alright, it's just, like, most people are a little bit fucked up, and none of these people fall that far outside of the standard deviation of fucked upness. And, and Bria really puts that back into focus. Bria is that person who's like three, four steps out of standard deviation. Zach is and, her perfect match, though, because he's stepping up his sh- being like a complete intolerable cunt, too. Like, he's the worst. I know I'm jumping the gun, but I really hate Zach. <laughs> Um, all right, you wanted to jump to post-party. Yeah. So, um, it starts off with Samantha. Uh, don't really remember who she is, but apparently she also likes Zach. Um. Well, she's the one. So, what she's contributed to the show so far is fucking, she said, if you're fighting on the first day, you're probably not a match. And also, she's the girl who had her ass hanging out, but was stuck up. Oh, she's the stuck up one. Wow, amazing how I completely forgot she existed. She's not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we met her and we're like, ah, man, she's going to be terrible this season. No, she's entirely fucking nothing. She's just normal-ish. Um... And we also get to enjoy, again, like, nothing happened in the first half of this episode. Andrew and Asia, we get to see a full-length scene of them having a really awkward conversation about nothing. Oh! Oh! Um! I, oh, it was hard watching it. <laughs> and I feel so bad for Andrew, because... So, Asia's very attractive. Just, like, hands down. Oh, totally. Andrew is, to me, at the very least, right on that border of, like, he's attractive, especially to me, but he's attractive because I know he's not... Like, there's something about his face that doesn't feel right, which makes him super attractive to me. I would say, amongst pretty people, he doesn't seem that pretty, but if you put him up in, like, just a group of normal people, you'd be like, oh, he's hot. Exactly. But so, he feels like one of the least attractive guys here, because almost every guy here is, like, a fucking model. Yeah. Um. Although I don't think Daniel has a face at all. Like, <laughs> rockin' bod. But he's sort of a butterface, don't you think? Oh, I mean, so the thing is, his face is fine. He seems like a his, really nice guy. I feel bad his saying nose. <laughs> If his nose was smaller, but again, so, you know, like, the, the shit I love is mediocre white boys. Um, And part of what makes that mediocre is fucking... A guy who has, like, a super, like, average face, except for something that's a little bit off. So Daniel having, like, a pretty decent face, truth be told, except for having a, a large nose. I'm, like, into that. I really want to make out with Daniel. I want to kiss that smooch villain. Oh, no. <laughs> um, But I feel so bad, because Andrew is, like, so clearly he, like, wants to go for it. But he's just sort of, like, unable to find sort of the, the, the like, punch in. He needs to be a Daniel. He does need to be a Daniel. So, when Sam is talking to Zach, she, at one point, and it's and it's super, like, passive and, like, very sort of, like, throwaway comment, she fucking calls him on his shit. She, he's, like, talking about, like, oh, how he hates, like, all the sort of bullshit. And I think she says something like, oh, you fucking love the drama. Oh, and I totally missed that, honestly. It was, like a, it was, like, a three sentence. And I was like, what? I was like, yes, bitch. It was a three sentence? It was a three word. My bad. Oh. 
But yeah, no, I totally I, missed that though. I remember like not wanting to rewind because rewinding on the MTV player is fucking so garbo. Nice but I remember making a bullet point because I was like, props to Samantha for seeing through his shit. But then she was like, but I still want to fuck him. And I was like, well, never mind. So, so Nutsa and Morgan. Yes, I love them. They're friends, except Morgan they both like Zach. And Morgan and isn't speaking up. I know. That's the thing. It's like, even in that moment, you could see it. Like, Nutsa was just being honest. And like, if Morgan was like, yeah, I really like Zach too. I truly believe Nutsa would have been like, may the best girl win. But Morgan sat there and just looked fucking bitter. I... I don't know. I find it hard to, like, really lay fault on Morgan's table for, like, not wanting to make it a fight. And the first fight that they have, which I figure we're sneaking up on anyway. Yeah. Well, so what happens Yeah, is tell, me, tell me what happened here. Nutsa tells Morgan that she's really into Zack. And now that Zack is away from Bria, she's finally gonna, like... Go forward and take her shot. Although she has been, truthfully. And instead of Morgan saying, I also like him, but, like, let's not fucking make this in between us. Like, it'll just be whoever he picks. She just stays silent. And then, like, fucking five minutes later, like, fucking is, like, on top of Zach. Fucking all up on him. Which is fine. It is. Because it's the house. And Nutsa sees it, and she feels fucking disrespected. Which is reasonable. Because... And Nutsa, Nutsa then goes off to the room, and she's crying. I don't know why. People cry in this house so fucking easily. Um, and Morgan comes in and is like, why are you crying? And Nutsa's like, I can't believe you fucking, like, I told you how I was feeling, and, like, you just sort of disrespected me by just going and, like, hitting on him, like, right in front of me. And, and then Morgan fucking lied through her goddamn teeth. And then and then doubles down later on and gets angry about it. Like Right. Morgan is like, I don't she's a master man. She might be Zach's match because they're both fucking manipulative shits. But she's not good at it. Like Nutsa wasn't buying it I for a second, really. Um, no, but that's the thing, is but Morgan never cracks from her story. Nutsa never believes her for a second, and Morgan just is like, fuck you for not believing me, I'm fucking done with this shit. Which is really good lying, actually. I suppose, but I don't know. The The whole fight to me felt like Morgan overreacting and yelling at Nutsa's sadness. Just not really, like she could have, if she was trying to manipulate her, she should have played it totally differently. Is I sure. guess the point okay, I'm I'll trying to make. Zach is a manipulator. Morgan's a fucking liar. Zach That's is a truth. piece of shit, is what he is. But yes. <laughs> it's true. Um, also, then, speaking of Zach, Kenya arrives to butt in on the fight. <laughs> and you the know biggest what? biggest liar ever what? is what she calls Morgan. And do you know what she has to say about them? We what? don't have time to play games. <laughs> well. Coming from Kenya. Oh, girl. I know. But. <laughs> I like that she called her the fucking biggest liar ever. <laughs> Kenya, as much as I, like, don't think she's good enough for Tevin, I find her really entertaining at this point every time oh, she's on screen. Sh- she's great TV. She's don't get me wrong. She's fantastic TV. Um, I, I lied. I don't fucking nominate the biggest liar ever as the title of this episode. What I nominate for the title of this episode is the fucking quote, Do not infer with me right now! 
I'm Which, so glad you say that because I have Morgan screamed like that. five times. Do not infer with me right now. Which is well, what's great is that she clearly knows the correct use too. Like well, she started, she that started. Fine. Like, she was like, you "You're inferring that. the wrong." Yeah. Which, by the way, a better word would have been assuming. It it just sounds better. It works better in that thing. And then she could have said, "Do not assume with me right now." I guess, which still doesn't work. But they're just. Her like the fact that she like whipped out the word infer like twenty times in five minutes was amazing. It was really funny. <sighs> do not, do not infer, infer with, with me, me right now. Oh. Um, and then we see Callie and Brett who seem good, and they're just being. Uh, so my opinion on them is every fucking season there's some super fucking boring couple who just get along and make out by themselves and are the first fucking beam. And then disappear, and everyone's like, I don't remember them during the finale. And that's gonna be Brett and Callie. Yeah, like, honestly, Callie seems really nice and cute, and I'm disappointed we're not seeing her. But also, like, good for you that we don't see you ever, because it means you're just being normal. Like, right. you, go get it, you two. Bring home the gold. Um, shall we move on to the day? Or day three, as I call it. Yeah, let's enter Terrence, the T-Man himself. Uh, and once again, we're doing the Wheel of Fate. So I guess um, challenges are just out. They spent the challenge budget on the flight to Hawaii. Fate button it is. Yeah. If I had one, I would have hit my that was easy button as sort of a punctuation <laughs> to nice. that joke. Um, so the four individuals going on this date are Asia... Nutsa, Andrew, and Cam. Um, and the date is they're going into hamster balls and gonna walk on water like Jesus done did. Well, hold on, but um, you, we're getting before we even go to the date itself. I got to thinking about something. Why do they even have someone press the button? Like, what is what is there being a button really add to it? Like, I know it's the entire thing. But why? Wow, because it allows them to feel like they're still doing shit, and it hopefully distracts the viewers from the fact that the producers are controlling the season entirely. But, like, can you even come up with a non-cynical reason, though? Like, is the idea that you're playing, like, Wheel of Fortune, whatever, and if they hit it at the right time, they can determine who it is? Like, is that the reality they're presenting? No, I don't think so. Then why is somebody hitting the button? Because it's fate. Someone has to be a fucking agent of fate. This isn't fucking no country for old men. All right, let's just go to the hamster ball date. All right. My first thought about the hamster ball date is cool idea. My second thought is I fucking love the echoing that happens with the microphone. I know. It sounds so over the top and dramatic. Nutsa sounded like a fucking hamster. (laughs) I... Um, Can I summarize this date as more or less a sheet? Sheet Nutsu! Sorry. Can I summarize this date as more or less a shit Nutsa said segment? Because I feel like that's what it was. Fuck, and we have another fucking nomination for fucking title of the episode. Is it, this is so much fun. I look like a little hamster. I belong in the ball. I'm excited to be out walking on water like Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. So happy. (laughs) 
because while it's a little wordy, I think it might be the best <laughs> string of words anybody's ever said on this show ever. No, um, it would be specific ocean. <laughs> <laughs> In the fucking specific ocean. In the fucking specific ocean! <gasps> I had to pause it. I was, I was like, I could not breathe oh, at that moment. Man. Like, this, this whole date had been like, revving me up with more and more laughter. This really was Nusa's breakout role. She's now my favorite. Oh, I, I've enjoyed her a lot this episode, honestly. Oh. I, um, her and Asia are, like, fucking tied for my fave, because Asia's super reasonable and rational and a fucking adult, and Nusa's crazy and fun. Nusa's nowhere near my fave, but she is, <gasps> she's up there with Kenya for entertaining television in totally different ways. Um, I also liked oh. Andrew. As soon as they like saw the hamster balls, he told Nusa to go as far as you can. <laughs> like he's trying yeah. to get her killed for all of us. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, shall we go into the specific pairing ups that happen? Yes, yeah, so and then they talk a little bit. Right. So we see first off Asia and Cam, which isn't great. It wasn't I mean, terrible. No, she's like, oh yeah, no, like, I wouldn't date someone because I disagree with them, but I'd never date you because I disagree with you. I mean, I thought Asia was as nice about it as she could be. It's like, yeah. Oh, she was very mature and respectful. Yeah, like, this is a deal breaker for me. Sorry, right. but like, she's no. <laughs> right, she's like, it's not like I would break up with someone who I disagreed about every little, like, any little thing. This is just one of those things that matters to me mm -hmm. a lot. Um, and he was actually pretty cool. He was like, yeah, I get it, which I'm sure you have to be if you're him. I mean, um, he's got to be sort of used to it by now. But also, no, right. like, Cam Cam was cool. He was, yeah. like, the entire time, Cam was a really good sport. Like, yeah. that's, and, and, he's and, been a and good with Asia, sport. He was like, I totally understand that this could be a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. um, and like, I respect that, which is very cool of him. Uh, and then we get Nutsa and Cam. <laughs> I mean, we can just lump and... it all together with, she didn't like him. Oh, yeah, I liked Obama did it better. That was just like. <laughs> Cam was a good sport. That was right, just so was... uncalled for. Oh, it was. Nutsa was just fucking like. Dig going into him, which was funny to watch. <laughs> um, and then we don't ever see Andrew and Nutsa, but we do see Andrew and Asia. And Andrew, once he got her alone, mm, that sounded creepy. Um, <laughs> was able to make a good move. He he like was chill, and he was like, and like he they seemed to hit it off. On it, like, they totally did seem to hit it off. Asia was buying it. But it felt yeah. to me like Andrew was trying to sell me a used car the entire time. Just some oh no. something about his personality trying to win her over was so not fun. And, like, she was buying it, so whatever. We're, it's all smiles in, in Hawaii. But I, I think, you know, I here, think we've seen him. What? No, go on. Oh, I think we've seen him be fun, so I'm not really worried about him being, like, a sort of weird person, because we've seen him have fun and just, like, fucking relax and just go out and party. Um, and I think this was literally just him selling himself to Asia. I think he was literally, like, I think he knows that Asia sort of has her eyes on people, and he was like, this is why you shouldn't discount me. And I think 
like that really vibes with her personality, which is weird, but it worked. And it actually really worked well for him. And so I think, in a weird way, that's sort of a sign that they could possibly be a match. But who the fuck knows? Well, and don't, I, like, I want to be clear. I'm not accusing him of anything. Like, they, no. they seem like a good match. Totally. I just couldn't deal with that. Uh, yeah, no, I, and I see forget why. Like, it wasn't a thing that I would ever suggest someone do, but... It just seemed to be right up Asia's alley. Yeah, no, it would. Like I said, she was buying whatever he was selling, even if he was like selling it like a salesman. Um, that was so. Can I move past the date? Yeah, bring us to the truth. All right. So we get back from the date, and uh, Terrence is asking fucking questions, which are like whatever. Um, can I tell you what one of those questions was? Party. Who else are you exploring? Yeah. <laughs> her body is a wonderland your body is a wonderland we don't have the rights to that <laughs> it's less than 10 seconds um maybe that'll be our credit song this week <laughs> i would support it it would totally take um, him out of left field it would um so one thing i so my the whole thing i got from the post-date interview was jasmine was like you know I don't like Kenya, and if she comes for me, I'm gonna come for her. Was 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 the long and short of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kenya's like, she caught me off guard. Like, where's this? Girl? Like, I was like, no, she's been very blatant about her feel. Like, at no point has she hidden how she's feeling. Not even just like, sure, her confessionals make it obvious, but so does the fact that this whole fucking time she's been staring in the corner, stabbing a voodoo doll of you. Like, <laughs> sorry, this bitch hasn't been subtle. But to be fair, because I'm sort of on Kenya's side of this one, Jasmine did kind of jump her. Like, she went for her in a crowd, like, when Terrence was there. Like, that wasn't the time or place to really get into it. End of thought. I I don't know. I don't know. It didn't feel like... It felt like, you know, she was asked a question about fucking Tevin. Was Was she? That's what happened, right? She was asked about Tevin specifically. But she came for Kenya. She could have answered that without well, going for her. I, I think she could have, but I think it would have been... I think her answer would have felt unsatisfactory. Because, of course, the underlying question when asking someone about their relationship with Tevin is, and how does Kenya play into it? Well, we'll get to more of this after the truth booth, too. So do yeah. we want to punch through the <clears throat> results real quick and then pick this up? So, as if hearing our cries of racism... The cast has come down, and they've put a black woman and a white man in the box. <laughs> in the box. Um, <laughs> the booth? I don't know. Um, and they go out to the truth booth, and I'm like, there's no fucking way they're a match, because it's too fucking early in the season. But if they were, wouldn't you be fucking impressed? I, I was rooting for them to be a match. I was too. My other thought is, like, even if they were a match, the producers wouldn't let this happen. It's just too important to the show. No, I don't... I'm not going to accuse them to that level of like no, but I'm just saying her votes never would have nothing. Um, <laughs> so they go in and they are not a match. At least we didn't get the chance to get too invested. Like we nipped yeah. that one right in the bud. One episode arc. Um. So it is now post truth booth. It's now post truth booth. And quick, it's and- raining. Shoot some B roll. <laughs> And we get Kenya coming for Jasmine, honey. Um, 
she she's she's following up with her on what they had talked about earlier. <laughs> where Kenya is just like where Kenya basically repeats what Jasmine says back to her. Uh-huh. She's like, don't come for me or I'm going to come for you. <laughs> and I'm like, great. So both of you are going to come for each other. Uh, Kenya's fun to watch. That was the point of this fight. Kenya will remain entertaining. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like nothing really happened. They just entertained no, us a little bit. For me, it's just like, I, I don't know. I don't like Kenya. Truthfully. It's just, she's loud and annoying is how I feel about her. I'm like I guess I'm I'm still McLevener, honestly. I get that. And I get why people like her. Why you like her. I don't know if most people like her, but I understand why. Um I mean, actually, don't get me wrong, I don't like her. I'm enjoying her. I feel like they're well, very different things. Um And next we go back to Zach and his harem. No, now Zach oh. reveals like just how big a piece of shit he finally oh. is. Do you want to say the quote or can I? Go ahead. It would be selfish of me to not have a second girl or a third girl. What a piece of shit. And you know what he then go, goes and does? You know what he goes and does after that? What does he go and do after that? I'm not going to keep that up for the sake of our I listeners. But what does he go and do? He tells a stop story about getting cheated on. The fucking piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> um, so here's... He's so you know, Zach's a piece of shit. Can I, can I continue? Maybe. I'll steal, I'll steal Bria's answer and say maybe. Because <laughs> that's something we didn't cover in the beginning oh. when fucking Asia I, asked her if she was going to hit him. Maybe. Oh, okay. So, absolutely, Zach is a piece of shit. We all know this. He's manipulative. He's gross. Um, this is the point where Morgan went from, oh, she's a, like, a fucking pathological liar to... Fucking Morgan's manipulative as shit. Cause she started Bria Zach drama back up just to block Nutza. Did she? She literally went to Bria and was like, oh Bria, look, it's Nutza and Zach. Oh shit, she did. Yes. She actively got Bria back on the crazy train, which by the way is so fucking rude to Bria. Cause Bria was starting to make advances past this. Not very many, but she was, like, one step down the line of a, of a road without Zach. She was sitting near and him all the time, not looking at him, instead of sitting near him and, all the time and staring at him. Right. And fucking Morgan just fucking body-checked her back onto the Zach path. Um, oh, and, just and to fucking back- block Nutza. Because she knows that she can beat Bria in a I'm-not-crazy fight, but she can't beat Nutza. You know what? When I was watching it, I totally didn't pick up on that, but I think you're right. I am. Yeah. Um, and then fucking Bria, and I think a confessional or some shit, says, says this, this gem of a fucking line. Like, uh, this whole episode, I was sort of getting past my Bria hatred because she wasn't in it too much. Uh-huh. Um, and she says, my problem is giving people too many chances. When literally less than 24 hours ago, she was like, my problem is that I don't ever give people second chances. Bria's problem is that she's crazy. Like, actually crazy, though. Ah! I hate her. Um, I, do- I still feel bad for Bria. I feel like she's a, a victim of herself and all. Like, she needs actual help, not MCD. She does. She does need actual help. I, I absolutely agree. Um, and then 
Zach says another quote that, again, okay, and I really hate to admit this. Uh-huh. Um, he said this line, and my first reaction was, ew, fuck you. And my second reaction was, but it was kind of hot. Oh, God. Was when he said, maybe I need to change my ways. Maybe I need to be a better person. Nah. When he said nah, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm attracted to him. And I felt like a garbo person because I know I am. I have a garbage taste in men, especially men on TV. You're and it was just turd it was too. so disgusting and so slimy and so reprehensible. Ugh. Like again, for me, like the, the most disturbing thing about Zach is his self-awareness. Yeah, no, he's a piece of shit and he knows it and he likes it. He's comfortable being a piece of shit because it works for him. Being a piece of shit has never not worked for him. Oh my god. Can we leave him in Hawaii? Hmm. Did you know collective punishment is a war crime? How so? I mean, according to the uh, Fourth Geneva Convention, no protected person may be punished for an offense he or she has not personally committed. Collective penalties and likewise, all measures of immediate or of terrorism, of intimidation or of terrorism, are prohibited. Hmm. <gasps> And students are civilians, thus protected persons. So yes, collective classroom punishment breaks the Fourth Geneva Convention and is thus a war crime. But does Do war crimes apply? Like, we're not... Wouldn't they have to be a foreign entity to, be, to qualify for that? No, you can't commit a war crime against your own people. I suppose, yeah, when you put it that way. Yeah. How did we... Where did you find this? Oh, um, uh, Things My Teacher Can Do Better is a review, and this daughter said, not use collective punishment as it is, as, as, as it is not fair on the many people who did nothing, and under the 1949 Geneva Conventions, it is a war crime. So you're just on Tumblr? Yeah, I am. Alright, let's fucking talk about the matchup ceremony. So... Now we go into the matchup ceremony, where it is ladies' pick. Yes. Um, Kenya and Tevin. Yep. So She's been loyal, she states, again. Tevin's being a coward. Tevin needs to fucking own up and, and get off the Kenya train before it get, like, before I don't like him anymore, basically. Yeah. Kayla and Cam, who I think might be a perfect match, because so far she's the only girl not repelled by him. Yeah, I mean, it's... If they're not a perfect match, it's gonna get awkward. No, they have to... What kind of matchup test doesn't have a fucking political fucking section to it? That's, That's a very big thing in a lot of people's lives. I was gonna say, that is, like, about 70% of what makes up your typical bug... Fuck me. That is about 70% of what makes up your typical BuzzFeed quiz. So even yeah. Are You the One should have, like, nailed that one. Right. If, if Cam is not Kayla's match, then I think we have proof that the show doesn't use real matchmaking. <laughs> I mean, we already do have that proof. <laughs> oh, yeah? Where? Show me. I mean, I think it does actually exist. Like, cast me- previous cast members have come out and said, like, yes, yeah, it's, it, it's bullshit. Oh, I... Yeah, of course it's bullshit. Um... Jasmine and Lewis. 
Dun, dun, dun. Why'd she pick Lewis? I And I have the pick who I thought she was going to pick and who is the better pick. Okay. Andrea. He's just got to confirm no match and he doesn't have any strong connections. Picking him is a safe pick and does not cause any fucking disruption throughout the house. But, you know, like, Jasmine isn't going to go safe. Like, I agree with your reasoning, but I don't, I didn't think for a second she was going to pick the safe decision. I don't know. Asia and Brett. Because Asia couldn't pick Lewis. Mm-hmm. So the Nusa picks Daniel, which is pretty good. Way to not pick Zach. Like, honestly. Yeah. Go Nusa. Um, but then Samantha picks Zach. What the fuck, Samantha? I mean, Samantha has said she liked Zach before. I know that, but don't see this as a challenge. That's dumb. Oh. You're dumb. No. Right. Taking, that's how all good relationships start, though, is this is a challenge. I'm going to beat someone else at this. But then, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the girls start teaming up on Zach, but also not no. really, but also kind of? No, 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 We haven't even started talking about how crazy Bria is again, because she literally says, after Samantha picked Zach, I'm going to do this to hurt Zach. She is literally punishing him for something he did not do. And don't get me wrong, he deserves to be punished for a whole lot of shit. This is not one of them. Samantha is not one of the people who he's, like, actually, like hung out with and like uh, hooked up with and stuff like this was not him this was all samantha that's also fair i was so ready to hate zach i honestly didn't even pick up on the fact that he didn't technically do anything this time right um also zach (laughs) needs to stop talking shit about girls to girls or if he's gonna talk shit about girls to girls stop talking about shit shot top stop stop talking stop podcasting yourself Zach needs to stop talking shit about girls to girls. Or if he is, he needs to stop talking shit about girls to Bria. Because this is the second time she's done this. I mean, you are what you eat. And Zach's a piece of shit, so... It doesn't surprise me that he just spews shit all day. No, but he's smarter than this. If he's gonna be a good manipulator, like, at least be a good manipulator. But being a piece of shit is part of his shtick. Like, he wants them to know he's shitty. Because then he can come to them and be the nice guy and like, oh, it's different with me. Even though it's not. It never has been and never will be. Even after after he called Morgan's weave shitty, she's still so disayant and chaos throughout the house just to get him. Well, it's because it's fine. It wasn't actually a weave, so he didn't say anything mean. Yeah, she has tracks. Um, and my final comment is Brie is a fucking five-year-old. She was literally throwing a temper tantrum. They're all... St- I'm... Fuck Zach, man. I, I would... Like, don't get me wrong, I agree, but this is... Very... He actually... He did, like, nothing during this. Bria, get help. Zach, fuck you. Samantha, what the fuck? Um... Bria and Mo, which is like poor Mo. He doesn't get any screen time because he's probably super normal. And now he's got Bria. I missed who the next match was, just trying to like figure out who Mo is and if I've ever seen him before. Once. I literally I think last episode was the first time he had a scene, and this is maybe his second or third scene. In three episodes. Also, um Lewis had a great line real quick about 
Zach and Samantha, which is, it's week two and they acting like they are uh, in divorce court or something. <laughs> which I'd like to throw divorce court in as another potential episode title. It has to be divorce court or something if it's going to be divorce court. Okay. We'll see. We have- I mean, I, I, that's still not my favorite. I still, uh, I don't it's know. It's not my favorite um, either. It's just such a quotable week. Yeah. Do not infer with me right now. For an episode whose first half was so boring, it turned into such a quotable week. It did. Specific Ocean. Um, Morgan and Andrew. Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. So happy. Um, Callie and Thomas, which isn't a terrible one. They at least have chemistry. But Callie and Brett are a match, I think. I would agree with that. I hope. Uh, it would be sad if they Lor- weren't. Yeah, honestly, same. Ah, not if she's a match with Thomas, because they were cute, too. Whatever. Lauren and Colossi. Um, and then Maria and Shamoy, who I think might just be a match, because they just seem super chill with one another. I feel like we haven't spent enough time with any of them for me to... Like, I have nothing to say about them, because I feel like we've barely met them. Fair enough. I did enjoy Terrence acknowledging that they're going to tax their earnings, though. That was fun. <laughs> It was. He also, every time they get two beams, he throws I'm not a crook fingers now. Have you noticed that? I haven't. He does like the double piece. He's very Nixon this season. Oh. Uh, and so they get three beams, which is the same as last week, which isn't terrible. Yeah, I mean, it's better than going down. Yeah. Um... Do you want to hear some weird math stuff? Uh, I think this season we're going to put a spoiler warning before we do this each time. Because the math is essentially spoilers. So I would get Fair if enough. people don't want to listen to that. Um, totally. That's why I always try to preface it with something. Do you want to hear the four most likely couples? Yes, I do. Um... Kayla and Cam at 43.8%. Nutsa and Daniel and Tevin and Kenya, all at 43.8. Oh, I'm so sorry, Tevin. And the other one is Maria and Shamoy at 47.6. So the odds aren't, like, crazy sure yet, but... No. For second matchup ceremony, those are some, like, 50-50 shot that they're a match. That's significant. Yeah. It's because I think those are all people who sat together two times in a row, um, with there being three uh, beams. Also, Tevin, uh, this means it might not be Kenya, though. So, like... It might not. I, 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 wanna, uh, I really want to get them in the truth booth next week, honestly. I agree. And uh, for as much as Bria says that her and Zach are a for sure match... Um, her and Zach have a 16.9% chance of being a match, whereas Zach and Samantha have a 16.8% chance of being a match. So she's not that far in the lead anymore. For me, the Zach matchups are basically going to be a rundown between Samantha and Bria, though. Because Samantha seems like she wants to get her hand in that crazy a little bit. And Bria is crazy to the point of, like, potential codependence. And I can see either, like, end of that spectrum working for Zach. All right, cool. So thank you for listening to another episode of The Boom Boom Room. This has been The Boom Boom Room, your premiere Are You The One podcast. 
I'm your host, Taylor, and not answering is your host, Aubrey, because he's undoubtedly trying to figure out what the moral is. Not true. I was going to say my name. Nice. What's your name? What's my name? What's my... Sorry. Um, Aubrey is my name, and I am your other co-host. Uh, as always, you can write us in at tbbrpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts, questions, concerns, or answer any of the many questions we ask or things that are undoubtedly wrong that we say. Um, and with that, Aubrey, what is this week's moral? Um, so, you know, I, I was struggling a little bit to come up with one because the one that most stands out to me is obviously you can't say you're loyal if you've cheated on someone. But that felt a little bit too on the nose. So I think the, the, the moral of this episode that I'm going to have to go with is you can be as annoying and have a shrill a voice you want as long as you're willing to say the crazy shit that makes people laugh. <laughs> That's so true. She could get a lot of airtime this episode. <laughs>